Player 2, this is Player 1. Plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2. Plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, Minions. I think this is the first week that I haven't fucked that up, and we actually got off to a right start there. Yeah, the key is, uh, we have to be like several hundred miles away if we go. Well, there's more than 700 miles, but we're not gonna, there yet, Tim. We're up that was to what you are up teaser. to. I didn't tell you where you were. That's true. I mean, I could be in somebody's basement held up being stabbed to death right now. Who knows? Got a really calm composure if that's your situation. I know. So I don't have a lot to tell you. Like there was Halloween, but I was working. Um, Ooh, spooky. Yeah. Um, I've been having trouble with my my dog Zach. Dude, that's uh, too much information. That's that that's a little deep for this podcast. But I mean, if we want to talk dongs, let's talk dongs. All right. So like. Just like trouble getting your dong up? No, I can get it up okay. I, I just can't get the tip to light up bright and shiny. I feel like... Uh, you might not have a problem. If it lights up and is shiny, you might want to see a doctor when that happens. Alright, so we're talking about my PlayStation dongs. I've got four of them. Oh, oh wait, I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> uh, hopefully our listeners weren't either. I've got four of them and one works. Um, I've replaced... Well, that's what she said. <laughs> well, I've got one that works anyway. Um, I've replaced two batteries. One battery didn't work. I sent it back. While I was waiting for a replacement from that company, I went and ordered another one from Amazon, so I should have theoretically three good batteries eventually. I have two right now in the household. So I've been switching this new good battery between my other three remaining PlayStation Move controllers. And... One PlayStation Move I'm going to throw away for sure. It just, the light blinks red and it doesn't do anything. Um, the other two will light up, but super faintly. Like, um... Maybe their lights are just burnt out, bro. They're LEDs, man. They don't burn out. Um, That's what she said. So, I'm going to try one more idea I just got while I was waiting for us to start recording, which is to hit the reset button. Okay. Um, other than that, like... It's going to really tick me off if I have to buy a new Move controller. But I have several games now that I can't play on my VR without two Move controllers. No, one's not enough. Uh, really? Yes. That sucks. So, um, I'm kind of sad about... You got you to gotta have two dongs, bro. Double donging. Yep. So, I mean... You got to tap those double dongs. I have unscrewed and taken the batteries out of these things like so many times I've lost track. But I can do it really fast now. Like uh, I'm sure you're a pro. I I could probably yeah. I should start up a little business like. You're a dong pro. 
so pro dong wingmaster. I'm so good with the dong. So you're so good with the dong. That's really the only thing I have to share is I'm I'm sad about my dong this week. My PlayStation dong. I'm sorry. What about you? What have you gone to? Uh, this week, uh, I flew out to Las Vegas for our yearly trade show. So I am currently sitting inside of my hotel room in Las Vegas, the warmest place on earth. Apparently, it's still like eighty degrees outside. Mm-hmm. Um, we went down to Old Town Fremont Street for Halloween last night, and let me tell you, that gets weird. Uh, we've been there for Halloween on several occasions, but this year just seemed way more outlandish and like literally the freaks came out usually it's pretty calm tame you know there's like girls with pasties and stuff like that there's girls shaking their butts um this year was like girls basically nude like more nude than normal and then like girls or a girl i should say randomly set up with like a spank me bucket and like you would drop some money in and she would hand you like a whip or she'd hand you a paddle and like you would just spank her out in public in front of people and there was a line of creepy old men because she was like an attractive 18 year old female and it was awkward that's pretty awkward yeah um i'm assuming she enjoys it so she's probably just getting paid to do something that she enjoys having done. Um, you didn't see me while I was while you were there, did you? No, I didn't. I see had you. a really good mustache on um, and a hat, so I didn't think you'd recognize me. But that's good. Never mind. No, I didn't recognize I didn't you. Say uh, although, um, now that you mention it, maybe you were the one spanking her at the time when I was there. <laughs> the guy that dropped a hundred dollar bill to so get ten swats. Yeah, exactly. It was weird the first guy like took like this like tassel thingy and like tickled her butt and then smacked it <laughs> and it was like is that like is that like the 12 dollar special i yeah, she didn't have prices oh okay so Just whatever you want to mean, drop in the get... bucket i don't i, yeah, I don't know the, I, I don't so. know the etiquette in the situation it's not something i've come across before neither had i um especially like in like public like i've never ran across it before where it's like people paying to do this like i've heard of people doing this like obviously oh yeah like bdsm and sure, stuff like sure. that that's usually behind uh, closed doors not on fremont street usually exactly um so this was like awkwardly different um but that's fremont um <laughs> other than that it was p- way more costumes than before oh, cool. it seemed like way more people this year yeah. um good costumes um it was a lot of fun um but we didn't stay out super late. We stayed out till like eleven o'clock or something. So, um, but other than that, I just got done with day one of SEMA, which uh, for you non-automotive people stands for. Hold on. I thought you were asking me. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to find it because now all of a sudden I forgot. Blanked on it. Um. Specialty equipment market something. Fuck if I know. Oh, here we go. Maybe this will tell me. It stands for Specialty Equipment Market Association. Mm. So basically, all major automotive, um, aftermarket parts, uh, you know, hot rods, stuff like that, uh, imports, 
Um, a lot of cool cars, a lot of cool motorcycles, a lot of custom stuff, a lot of big sound systems. Um, this morning, Kia had uh, Guns N' Roses like impersonator people, <laughs> and I like walked in at seven o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. like not hungover, luckily, but I woke up, woke up, walked in at seven o'clock in the morning, no eight o'clock in the morning, to two booths down from me is Kia, and they're like unveiling like their new cars and all this other type of shit, and it's like screaming like welcome to the jungle and it's like super fucking loud and i was like the only thing i can think of is like some hungover guy's gonna come in and be like i'm never fucking buying a kia again god damn it <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's not what i expect from kia that's pretty weird yeah it was kind of strange that's funny actually thinking of kia with guns and roses yeah it was definitely odd um and then there's like a lot of cars here that are like being unveiled throughout the week um but it was weird because I was here before the show started, and like none of these cars had like covers on them. So, so like I've like seen them all, and people are like, "Oh my god!" At two o'clock, they're gonna be unveiling this. Has anybody <laughs> seen this car? And I'm like, "Yeah, I fucking saw it like two days ago. It's a fucking red like pickup." <laughs> they're like, "No, it's not. That's not a pickup. That's like an aftermarket like old car or something." I'm like, "No, I'm pretty fucking positive it's a goddamn red pickup that was there like two days ago." They're like, no, it's not. No, no, no. And, like, they come back at 2 o'clock. They're like, how'd you know? It's red pickup. And I'm like, because I fucking saw it two days ago. The car across from it's a fucking Mustang Cobra. Like, I don't know. Like, these are cool, but, like, the cars that are around us, like, nothing to, like, ooh and ah about. So, um. Look at you all. It's interesting. All jaded. Yeah, I guess. He just got to bring and Guns then, and Roses out to impress you, even. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty impressive. Uh, other than the... Mm-mm, the Guns N' Roses impersonator lead singer was a female, and she wasn't that great. Mm. Um, but that's okay. The music sounded cool. So I did that um, today. My feet are killing me. I will continue that next week with how my feet are crippled for the next month and a half um, from standing on them for 12 hours in a like cement pad. Mm. Um, other than that, that's what I have been up to this week. I am still up plus in the profits of uh, gambling. Oh, cool. So I haven't lost anything nice. yet. What's, what's your um, game good. of choice? Uh, Kino. Oh, that's right. I, for, I should know that. Yeah, so I I just play Kino. Huh. And uh, I'm up like 60 bucks at the time of this recording. Nice. So, yeah. Um, not bad for a quarter machine. So, um, But that's the games I've been playing this week. We'll get a little bit more into that, and I'll explain uh, how I play Kino. Tim, what have you been playing? So I've got all these awesome PlayStation VR games like Batman and um, Sports Room, and I can't play them because my dong doesn't work. Uh, mm. So I, I look at my PS4 and I kind of get sad, so I haven't even played uh, Mafia because I'm so annoyed at my PS4 right now. Um, I have been playing a mobile game okay. it's called The Last Door. Um, I'm playing Season 2, so I got code for it for review. Um... So, visually, it's not a lot to look at. It's, like, super pixelated, um, simple graphics, but the music's really good. And it is a point-and-click adventure game with kind of a dark, macabre setting, like, um, kind of Lovecraftian in a way, if that makes any sense to some of you out there. Um, You're investigating... You have to craft your love story? Sure. There's there's dark, magical things happening and otherworldly visitors and... It's set in, like, um, older England, so there's horses and carriages and that sort of thing. Um, but 
as a point-and-click adventure, because it's on your phone with such simple graphics, there's not a lot of like clicking on every single part of the room to try to find clues or items to pick up. It's like every every room's gonna have like three or four things to click on, and that's it. And then you move on to the next thing. Um, and it's got a simple presentation, but the art style is really good. Like some of the scenes are pretty dramatic when they happen, and just the dun dun dun. I just moved three pixels. Totally. So you'd probably hate it because it's got sort of the Minecraft pixely thing going on, but I'm enjoying it. Fucking gay. Um, you could check out a little Let's Play video I did for about half an hour of the first episode. So a couple minor spoilers, but you can quit watching whenever you want. Get an idea of the game at least. Watch the first five minutes. It's The Last Door Season 2, and hopefully next week I'll have some BR games to talk about if I can ever get this thing going. But what have you been playing? Um, Kino. Kino. Okay, well. So, um, basically, we're going to break down Kino really quick. Kino is a game that has balls that drop, kind of like, <laughs> think of the lottery. Okay. Balls dropping, and each one has a number on it. Um, you pick a certain range of numbers. Um, my preferred number is either five or six numbers, depending on how many numbers you pick, and uh, depends on how many your return is going to be if you match them. Um, and I'm playing for quarters. So, if I match five out of five, I get, what was that, 840 quarters. If I match six out of six, I get 1,690 quarters. If I get, if I pick six numbers, I only get five, I only get 70 quarters. Um, so, so on and so forth. If you match three, you get three quarters. If you match four, you get four quarters. Then if you match five, you get 70. Six, you get 1,690 or something like that. And that's for a six pick. Um, and that's what I've been playing while we're here in Vegas. And I've gotten the five out of six a handful of times. So that's how I've gotten up in the uh, money. And after we're done recording, I'm going to go and spend probably 30 to 40 of it and see what I can do. So Cool. Yeah. Um, you're, Sounds like you're doing better at gaming than I am um, in general. Although I do like this game. And I'm actually... Thinking, I'm going to kind of pause where I'm at right now and go and pay for the first um, season, which is only four dollars on Google Play. So that's what we've been playing. Um, I guess that takes us to Tech Talk. I guess so. You ready to talk some tech? Sure. My tech talk for the week is LIS1441. What do you think that is? What's your guess? Lisa likes... I have no fucking idea. That is the damn battery that I've been replacing 20 times in my oh, Move shit. controllers. So it's not a normal battery. Like This stupid Move controller really makes me appreciate the Wii where you just pop out a compartment and slip two new batteries in. Like You have to dig four screws out, pull off a cover, um, take the battery out of the center, unscrew another screw, pull out the whole battery compartment because it had the battery has a wire on it which inserts under the battery compartment. And it's like a... This sounds really confusing and difficult. So I've done it like 20 times, like almost literally 20 times now. And so I'm very familiar with the process, but I am sick of this battery. It's also lithium ion, so these batteries have gone bad. Now I have to figure out a way to dispose of them because they're super bad for the environment and they explode you know, like Samsung. Um, so yeah, that's a lithium ion battery that's in your move controller because I know you were all dying to know. The LIS-1441. 
Maybe you should get the one four four two, and maybe the damn thing. There's will work. one other thing that's sort of weird. Um, one of the replacements I got is thirteen eighty milliamps or whatever the MAH, the yeah. capacity, and the other yeah. two are thirteen fifty. So I thought. Okay, that's gonna make a big difference. Not really. Um, just it means how long it will last. Um, yeah, but they might not be able to support the uh, the current going nope, through it. No, that's. See, is it still the it's same? Still the same. See, there's different. Okay. There's different things. One's capacity, and one's the current. The output. Output separate from. Yeah, the but usually when you have like a bigger like capacity, usually your output's a little bit bigger too. So Maybe. I was just but checking. I think 30 mh is not really that big a deal when you're talking about. Oh, it's giant. It's just weird, and they're all from China and Japan, and I'm getting them from weird places like eBay and Amazon sellers, and them exploding even if they work is a very real possibility. I, in hindsight, wish I'd just bought another move controller to dealing with this. But now I'm this far, I'm this deep into my, um, with my, I'm this deep with my dongs. I'm got, I gotta press forward. I gotta keep thrusting toward the goal. Um, <laughs> I just want would my balls you, to light up. Would you say you're deep into this? I, I'm balls deep into this. Your balls deep Blue, into this. Blue, red, purple, and green. Balls. Balls. What sucks is these all worked at some point. Like, I had them at a party, and they were all lit up, and they all worked. Uh, one yeah, of them was really just quit working bro. completely, and the other two have the dim bulb problem. What'd you do to your balls, bro? Nothing, man. I just put it in my little cabinet where all my uh, games, my game cases are, and they just kind of sat there, neglected for a while. But That's what you did with your balls. You can't neglect your balls, bro. Yeah, I need a drink. <laughs> this is making me depressed. So, are you saying it's time to tell them why they should like us on iTunes? Yes. Would you like your balls to drop in Kino? Would you like your balls to glow green, red, blue, purple? Well, you're weird, but we still love you. And we want you to like us and rate us on iTunes and subscribe to us on YouTube. Even though you have this weird ball fetish you won't shut up about. So please, head over to iTunes, give us a review, head over to YouTube, subscribe, and then just keep your ball fetish to yourself. Thanks. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Vegas is incredible. There's a, a casino in every hotel. Oh, yeah? And the people are so nice. Today, I learned how to double down. Wow. They, they even comp my room because I'm down $5,800. $5,800? 5800 chips. $5,800. $5,800. And we are back, balls in hand. So, Tim, why don't you let us know what we're drinking today? Well, what you're drinking, because well, I got Before that, uh, do you have something I gave you earlier in the week? I do, actually. So, Sitting right here. Leopard print looks like Snooky's face. I guess I could have mentioned Here's one thing that I did this week, which is go to my um, teacher's conference. My kids are amazing. Um, they both had glowing reports from their, their teachers. Woohoo! And after that, we went to a book fair, and my son bought us both something. He said it's the same thing. Um, okay. You should have a leopard print wrapped present in front of you. I do. You go ahead and open that front for my son. We'll find out together what he got us at the book fair. It doesn't look like it's a book, I'll tell you that from the size of it. No, it's not a book, I don't think. All right. I got... Oh, this is cool. I can't eat this. I don't think it's candy. I think it's an eraser. No, it's not. It's got to be candy. No, it's, it's an eraser. It's choking hazard, so it's not, it's not candy. <laughs> Zach chokes to death on episode 117. You weren't supposed to eat it. Um, so it's 
a controller, a controller with this analog nubs, and it's got different colors for the buttons and everything. It's about yeah. I don't know. It's like how what would you compare the size to? Uh, a small bar of soap. Sure, perfect. Um, but it's an eraser. Mine's blue. I don't know what color yours is. Mine's cool. blue. Yep, blue, dark blue. Nice. Super cool. So, and so thank you, son, who will awesome. not be named. Um, yeah, thank you, little boy that will not be named. Very cool. Who's probably not even listening to this, but his sister is, I believe. So she, she can. Think she can tell him. Oh, cool. The the buttons are sort of independent. It's kind of neat. If you stretch it out, what? Just kind of stretch it out to the side. Stretch out to. The side. I don't want to break it. Break it. Stretch it. How the hell are you stretching? Like you it? bend it from the center. Oh yeah, I see. See what that. I mean? Okay, I'm not taking out the package. Oh, yeah, I forgot you and you're keeping it new in package. Well, mine's out of the package. I already threw the packaging. I will take mine out of the package when I get home, dude. This will get, like, completely demolished by the time I get home if I take it out of the package. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, so now we can move on to Tasty Treats. What do you got? I have Pepsi. Pepsi. I just, just... Yep, I'm in Vegas. I'm drinking Pepsi before I go downstairs and get smashed. That's a good plan. Um, so just regular, Free. normal, not diet or... Yeah. Okay, nope. Pepsi. What diet? What the hell is... I'm not trying to kill myself. I don't know. Alright, I am going to be sipping on Glenfiddich Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. Aged for 12 years. Mm. Mm. I think that's probably the most stark difference we've had in Tasty Treats. I... well... Yours yeah, comes in an aluminum can and mine's been aged. <laughs> no, mine's in a plastic, like, to-go cup. Okay, that's... you're right. That's a lot classier. Damn straight. Um, yeah. I don't think your Pepsi's been aged in the finest Oloroso sherry and bourbon casks for 12 years. Mine has been aged inside of a non-clean Pepsi fountain. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to think of all the mold and mildew in those taps. No, I was just thinking about that. It has a hint of green to it. Oh, by the way, there's a fucking tattoo shop mm -hmm. in our hotel and that's what you're talking about it, I, was trying, I didn't understand you that one time you were drunk you were talking yes. you were talking about hotel tattoos I'm like what the fuck is he talking about yeah there's hotel tattoos and so I was like ah oh, you know fuck it like they're gonna be cheap as shit here so I'll go in and get a Zelda tattoo uh huh I walked in and none of the tattoo artists have like more than like no, none of them have more tattoos than me and I was like hmm not getting a tattoo here <laughs> like turn around and left. That's weird. I was like, I was like, yeah, you guys are all tattoo. I was like, so where's the tattoo artist? And like three of them were the three that were sitting there. Were like, oh, we are. I was like, you guys have the same amount of ink as me or less. I'm leaving. Did you actually? Did so you like, actually I, say that? Yeah, I was just like, I mean, have you ever done a tattoo before? <laughs> this is your first day on the job. <laughs> You should at least have, like, a neck tattoo or something. Come on. So, uh, yeah, I didn't get one. Um, but, yeah. Hmm. I think that's a good call. I, I, I don't think tattoos should be spur of the moment. You should look into your artist and check them out. Oh, that's awesome. My Windows machine wants to restart. Um, Tell it no. I am telling it no. All right, I think we're good. That would be, that would be okay. awkward. And fuck you, Tim. I'm still shutting down. And you can talk to yourself the rest of the show. Um, Great. So let's move on and kick it. Let's kick 
kick it. Alright, let me go. I was gonna get like really dramatic there and then yeah, go flat. By the way, the Golden State Warriors are beating the Trailblazers right now, 59 to 53. Complete bullshit. I think more people care about how the Cubs and Indians are doing. I don't really care about I don't about care that. about either, but I think more people care about the Cubs and Indians. Hey, I don't care what they care about, because this isn't their damn podcast. Yeah, fine. I don't care about either, so fuck them all. Yeah. Alright, my kick it is called... Air? Um, I'm going to let the... E-R? I'm going to let the writer... Uh, I'm going to let the writer talk about it because he pronounces it in the video. And then you can figure out what it is after that. G'day, I'm Ryan K. Lindsay and I'm here to talk to you about the comic we're kickstarting this month in November called Air. That is how you pronounce it. Now, Air is a one-shot, all-ages sci-fi comic with brilliant artwork from Alfie Gallagher, beautiful colours from Triona Farrell, lettered by Ryan Ferrier, edited by Dan Hill to keep me in line, and written by me. Now, living down here in Convict Island, unfortunately, postage is rubbish. So we are going to be offering this as a digital-only campaign, which means you'll be able to get the comic of Air, which is 24 pages of sci-fi insanity, for $1. $1. If kids can buy in on it, I'm sure they have enough pocket money. It's only one Australian dollar. It's probably pennies anywhere else. You can get in and you can get it for one buck, or you can jump up to three, and you can get yourselves process-filled PDF, over 80 pages of content that I think you're really going to dig. Then beyond there, we start to level things up. Okay? If you want some art from Alfie Gallagher, who is amazing, you can get some pinups done. You can get some original artwork from the campaign, some inked pages, or the cover, or the pinup. You can get yourself a cover done for your comic. Inked by him, he'll send you the art based on your property. Triona will color it, and you'll have something to use for promotion and on the front of your book. Now, why do you want Alfie and Tree to do your cover? Because it could look like this. This is a proof of concept right here of the Air comic book. Look at that cover artwork. Look at how gorgeous they are together. So this is the book. Now, as you can see, I am holding a print copy. I actually managed to get my hands on a few proof of concepts. So what we are going to do is this very special deal. Every time we hit an increment of 100 backers, I'm going to unlock five of these. And for a small price, it's a cover postage, okay? We're going to have to get there. For $30, you get this. You get another comic that I've created. You get a print of the pinup put into the postage package. And you will also get the cover sheet of the script printed off with a helmet sketch by me, which will be absolute trash, a six-word story by me, and hopefully that makes it all worthwhile. Now, we're kickstarting to get the creative team paid. We've set a reasonable goal of $2,000. What I'm hoping is you can chip in a dollar and help get us there, or share it with your friends. Let them all know that Air is the all-ages comic that you need in your life. I love this book. I love that we get to tell young female lead going on cosmic adventures. I love that this book is about something. When you get through it all, you'll realize at the end that this isn't just some random adventure. It all means something. It all means something from the heart. I love telling something that matters. And that's what we've got with Air. So, get in, dollar or more. If you're one of the lucky first day backers at $3 or above, you know you've got some special stuff coming to you. And overall... Share it with some kids you know. Share it with a teacher. Share it with a class. Share it with some nephews. But definitely read it yourself. Alright, thank you for listening. Alright, so this is a comic that's being developed in, I believe, Australia. Or maybe it's New Zealand. Sorry. One of those countries way down there. Um, it's in a different part of the galaxy, people. It's Yes. 
It's in Canadian. It's in the not Canadian. It's in Australian dollars. I mean, that's technically. So correct. what's cool about this is it's an all ages comic. Um, for a Tim? Bu- yes. Okay, just okay. checking. It's an all ages comic um, for a buck, and it's like a science fiction exploration comic. It looks like something I totally would have dug when I was a kid. Uh, it's about finding weird alien creatures. Um, and it's twenty four pages, and it's just a one shot. It's a buck. Um, they're making it mostly digital because they're in Australia and shipping is ridiculous. Um, you can also spend three dollars Australian and get like not only the uh, comic but like a ton of um, concepts, drawings, and other bonus materials, making it eighty pages. And three dollars Australian is two dollars U.S. Just so you know. So actually, the one dollar level for twenty-four pages is seventy. Seventy-five cents. Pretty much. So I'm totally. Yeah, I'm totally gonna back this. This is absolutely America at its best. This is absolutely the cheapest Kickstarter I've ever brought to your attention, where you actually get something besides a thank you for under a dollar. Um, so you should totally look at this one. It just started at it's got 20, 29 days to go. They're only asking for fifteen hundred twenty-four U.S. Um, I don't know what that is in Australian. I'm sure it's a more a number that makes more sense. They got twenty nine to go, as I said, and they're at twelve hundred and twenty dollars, so they're practically there. Just need thirty more dollars. Um, they'll get that in a heartbeat in the next twenty nine days. Um, you can get other things like audio can commentaries. You can get custom art from the um, artist. Going to the top reward, which is no longer available, for one hundred and thirty seven dollars U.S., you get to meet your new comic cover team. Alfie Gallagher will design an ink cover for your own comic book. And while he sends you the inked art, Triona Farrell will color the file and send you that so you can use it as you please. And you get all digital rewards in addition to that. Um, so yeah, a super affordable Kickstarter. Check out the art. Um, it's very colorful and bright. looks very fun. Got a female protagonist, um, if you're into that sort of thing. E-I-R on Kickstarter. Check it out. What you got? Sweet. Well, hey, Tim, have you ever, like, seen a webcam before? I'm uh, kind of staring at one right now, even though it's theoretically not turned on, except for their NSA. That's what you uh, think. But this yeah. is a whole new type of webcam. Okay, what kind of webcam? An epic sci-fi love story. Sweet. Yeah. So, this brings, like, the whole creepy thing of, like, maybe what happens if your webcam was, like, a thing, and it was, like, a real person in a sci-fi universe, and then you want to make love to your webcam... I think I'm pretty wrong on this, but we're going to go ahead and let Nick talk about his Kickstarter. I think that'd be a good idea. The world as you know it has ceased to exist. There is nothing left but the ruins of civilization. You are the last person alive. But what if you discovered, after years of isolation, that you were not? My name is Nick Delgado, and I'm a filmmaker. And I'm here to tell you about my new short film, Webcam a futuristic love story set in a post-apocalyptic world. I'm so excited about this movie, and I want to tell you all about it. And most importantly, tell you how you can help us finish the movie. But first, I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. I was born and raised in Spain, and I've always wanted to make movies ever since I was five years old, and I watched Superman the movie on TV. I've also wanted to come to America to make the types of movies that inspire me to become a filmmaker. And I got that chance when I got accepted by USC Film School of Cinematic Art. There I made a short film called The Macabre Wall of Lavender Williams starring Christopher Lloyd and John Lithgow and it was the most amazing experience of my life. I also got the chance of being mentored by one of my heroes, Robert Zemeckis, who directed Back to the Future and Forrest Gump. Unfortunately, I got sent to watch over you. We're in this together, lady. You're my guardian angel. Ha! 
For my follow-up to Lavender, I wanted to do something completely different. I've always been a fan of Richard Matheson's I Am Legend and the Planet of the Apes films. I wanted to make a movie set in a post-apocalyptic world. But usually these films are very bleak and pessimistic and I wanted to do the opposite. I wanted to tell a very optimistic story about the triumph of the human spirit. This is a love story after the world ends. The world ends, but love doesn't. This is the world of Webcam. This story is about James, the last man on earth, who lives in a bunker in the ruins of post-apocalyptic London. His only companion is an artificial intelligent robot called Webcam. When we meet James, he's at the end of his rope, wondering if this is a life still worth living. But then, at the last moment, Webcam picks up a transmission. There is somebody else out there. A mysterious stranger named Kitty, who will change his life forever. Sounds ambitious? It is! But the good news is, we already shot it, and we put an incredible crew together to pull it off. Award-winning director of photography, Alvaro Martin Blanco, who has shot commercials for Hyundai, The Lakers, and DL Ray Network. Production designer, Ramiro Casso, who's part of the art department on Comedy Central South Park, and was assisted by Rachel Condra, production designer for Comedy Central's Drunk History. Visual effects supervisor, Ari Levinson, who has worked for Sony, Activision, Lionsgate, and Yahoo. And the practical webcam puppet was designed and built but creature maker Nacho Diaz, who has worked for director Peter Jackson on The Hobbit and Guillermo del Toro on Crimson Peak. As you can see, our crew has a love for the craft of movie making. We all grew up on movies such as Star Wars and Aliens that had practical sets and practical creature effects, and we want to bring that philosophy to our production, from the choice of lenses to the look of the set to our practical webcam puppet. But of course, none of that would matter if we didn't get great actors. And we got very lucky because we got two of the best actors working on television today. Drew Van Acker from Pretty Little Liars and Tower Prep plays James. And Dijon Lackman from Dollhouse and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. plays Kitty. I think the main thing um, about this project that got me you know, most excited and interested was was when I met with Nick. Seeing his passion and his enthusiasm for it kind of make you, you know, you can't help but, but share that. Also, I mean, the idea of being the last man on earth, I think that's something that, as an actor, you, you know, you just want to explore. Effects-heavy performances are always tricky, but it all depends on the team that's there to support you. Nick and the producers had got together a wonderful team where they did as much as they could in camera. It was amazing, like, the quality of the work. You know, as I said, it's challenging, but it becomes less of a challenge when you have an amazing crew of people who are extremely talented. As you can see, a lot of really great things are happening, but, and this is very important, this is where you become a crucial part of the filmmaking process. As we enter post-production, we need to do very complex work in visual effects, sound design, and coloring. And this is a very costly process. We need your help to raise this money. Filmmaking is about appreciating the talents of the people you surround yourself with and knowing that you could never make your film without their help. That's something that my favorite director, Steven Spielberg, likes to say, and I couldn't agree more. Filmmaking is a team effort, and you are part of the team. Without your help, this movie can never see the light of day. Please donate anything you can, and if you can't contribute, share this on social media. Help spread the word. Every dollar you give means that the world of Webcam will be more fully realized. Anything counts, and we appreciate your help. As my fairy director also likes to say, you shouldn't dream your film. You should make it. And this is what we're doing. We just need your help to finish it. Thank you.
Yeah, guys, so I was completely wrong. So just you're not just slightly. To make love. There was a webcam. You're not trying to make love to your webcam, even though there is a webcam. You're trying to make love to Kitty, which is... Your webcam's like an AI. Which is like... Yeah, your webcam's like an AI. So we're going to go ahead and jump down to the backer levels, guys. Um, $10 gets you the backstage access, mm -hmm. um, which gets you a exclusive behind-the-scenes digital download of photos of the set. $20 gets you the movie. Yes. Um early bird special mini poster $20 or more jumping all the way down to the bottom because you know we like to do what we like to do 7500 or more presented by the mega perk all previous perks plus your extremely generous and thoughtful donation not only will your name appear in the, as an executive producer in our credits along on IMDb alongside the rest of our creative team but your title card but you will also receive a single title card saying that our film was presented by you. You will also receive four tickets to our premiering screening in Los Angeles. Airfare not included. Lame. With our cast and crew in attendance, the creative producing team behind uh, the film will also fly to your town. U.S. based only for a private screening of the movie and take you out for dinner during which you can thank which we will thank you gratuitously for your amazing contribution our gratitude will know no end no end there's still one of one available anybody in the world can get it but if you're in the u.s they'll come to you nice so that is webcam an epic sci-fi love story where you're not trying to make out with the ai probably but 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 you do want to get down with the kitty which is not a cat that's gross, people. That's bestiality, and that's that's shunned upon. Except for maybe on Fremont Street. You never know. So, Ugh, I hope we're not there yet. All right, so that brings us to game news and... Bounce, check out... Game industry news and game releases. Um, I got some news. Okay. I got some news okay. for you. I don't have news. Okay. So today, a teaser trailer got released for Mass Effect, what? Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, that's shit. Whatever, Mass Effect's awesome. You can shut up right now. Um, I'm gonna, you know, just for that, I'm gonna make you listen to the trailer right now. This path began a long time ago, a course paved through human history that took us across continents, oceans, and ultimately to the stars. For us, this planet is home. It's protected us, challenged us, and provided us the foundation to become galactic citizens. But the time has come to prepare ourselves for a future beyond the Milky Way. A future that begins 600 years from where we stand, in a time and place among unknown stars and unseen dangers. And so we issue this call to the brave, the inquisitive, to the trailblazers of the human race as an invitation to stand on the shoulders of those who came before and challenge yourself to go further. Begin your journey. Join the Andromeda Initiative today. So there. You might make them listen to it, but I'm not listening to oh, it. Oh yeah? Well, what about this? Yeah. This path what if I played again? A long time ago. A course paved through human history that took us across continents, oceans, and ultimately to the stars. 
for us, this planet is See, gone. they're playing it again, but I'm not listening you to suck. it. Alright, I hate you. So, at the end of the... You guys just have to listen to it twice because of Tim, and I didn't have to listen to it once. Thank you, listener. So, at the end, at the end of the trailer, it says, um, stay tuned November 7th. So, there's going to be some other big announcement or a new trailer. We'll get to know more. Unlike Zach, there are many pe people that are totally so stoked about um, Mass Effect coming back, even though we know Commander Shepard won't be a part of it. It's still a really cool universe, um, lots of awesome alien races, and it'll be cool to see more what the game is about um, in just a few days, on November 7th. So, Apple's always announcing stuff, right? Yes. New products, you know. Well... I wouldn't say new, but new to them. It, it, They're usually stealing products from somebody else that's already been out for four years. But go on. Yes, continue. And everyone, well, not everyone, lots of people like, oh, ah, like it's the newest, latest thing. Well, Razer was having. Except for it's been out for like 12 years. But yeah, Razer was having none of that. Following Apple's recent announcement, they will completely strip down forthcoming MacBooks of all non-Lightning ports. Meaning if you're a professional, it's used to having like um, an SD slot to put an SD card in. Yeah. To like. Right. You know, move your work around. Their high-end competitor, Razer, went on Twitter with this diss. You call yourself pro? S my D. <laughs> That's <laughs> at Razer on Twitter. Um, this is a reference to the lack of SD cards and obviously a blowjob joke. Um, so, yeah. All jokes aside, you know, props to Razer for calling Apple out on making their machine less usable to... I mean, a lot of graphic designers and artists use um, MacBook Pros um, because it's got some software suites that are pretty good for that. But if you can't save your work to a, um, a you know, a SD card, that kind of sucks. So that happened. S my D Apple. S my D. Uh, moving on um, to other obscenities. Um, Uwe Boll. Do you know who Uwe Boll is? Nope. So I put a picture in the outline for you. It's Hitler. It's Uwe Boll dressed as Hitler. Actually, he appeared in a movie like that. Um, so Uwe Boll is this German, angry German, who actually was kind of a big deal when Kickstarter started. He got several movies Kickstarted, um, I believe, or at least one. And um, he makes he made a lot of video game movies like. Uh, he made House of the Dead and Blood Rain and Postal and some others, and they were all bad. Like, um, they get 2.9s and 3s on the rating scales of 10. Like, they're horrible. Like, not even, like, funny bad. They're just bad. So, this week he announced that he will no longer be making movies. And if you listen closely, you could hear thousands of nerds clapping everywhere because he's a terrible human being. He makes terrible movies. And he ruins... Isn't this a dude who, like, fucking... What was it, like, uh, uh... He did, like, a Kickstarter or something and, like, Rampage did all over the fucking place? So let's go ahead and play that. Yes, um, when his Kickstarter for Rampage, the, the game Rampage, did not succeed, this is what he had to say about that. So yes, Uwe Ball, and uh, that is the last update. We have only four days to do with the Rampage campaign. And that was my third campaign now uh, after Postal 2 failed, after Indigo Go for Rampage 3 failed, and now Kickstarter failed too. And uh, basically my message is, fuck yourself. 
because that is so fucking absurd what retarded amateur idiots collecting money on that absurd website you know we get approached by people like Kickstarter do it do it and you have hundreds thousands of people contacting you to make a fast dime to say I can push your uh, campaign and I get 10% of whatever you collect and it's all fucking bullshit and I will never do it in my life again for me crowdfunding is absolutely dead goodbye and it looks like nobody gives a shit about Rampage 3 so Maybe I shouldn't do it then. I have enough go uh, money to play golf till I'm dead. And I was willing to do all of this as the campaigns for to make any money. I want to do Rampage 3 because it is an important movie. But it looks like you're easier giving $600,000 if you make a movie about some retarded wizard in the forest. Uh, or for another whatever Marvel Avengers bullshit dirt. Uh, so goodbye and goodbye Hollywood. Dude, I remember like playing this like a year ago. This guy's a total douche. He's a douche. Like well, he is the guy who took one of his critics into a boxing ring, and like beat the shit out of him. He, he's what? an asshole. <laughs> he's a legit asshole. So hopefully, you know, there will be less shitty video game movies now that he's exiting the marketplace. I got one last story for you. Okay, I'm liking these stories so far. These are actually really cool. I like that there's like a theme here. Like suck my dick. Fuck you, Ube Bull. Well, and now where are we getting to? Well, this is a cautionary tale. So, we had kind of a light tech talk this week. So, this is a tech warning. We've heard, we've oh, heard about a lot of things exploding, like batteries and... Oh, don't even tell me about this. I'm reading the line now. You can't start with this shit. So, this, this happened in uh, Tokyo Medical University Hospital. Oh, God. Doctors were operating on a woman's cervix with a laser, and during the procedure, she farted, resulting in a fiery explosion that burned her legs and lower body. So, so is that like, is that like malpractice at this point? Or there was there like, was an investigation. Well, you fucking did this. To there us. was an investigation. There was found to be no, no uh, flammable material in the room except for her gown. And when they do these procedures, they weren't really accounting for a patient farting. So don't cross the streams. Don't fart while you're in laser surgery. That's today's tech update. Wow. Back to you with game releases. Well, like if you, what happens like if you really just have to like really crap really bad and they're like, nope, Hold you it. have to go in the surgery right now. Hold it. You'll burn your ass off. Don't fart. I don't know, man. Don't fart. That sounds like a bad idea. Don't fart at the laser. Fuck. Speaking of don't fart at the lasers, uh, Thursday, November 1st, November 1st, which is today. Tuesday, November 1st. Atari Flashback Classics Volume 1, Xbox One. That's a big white hey, fart. Hey, guess what? If you've already played Classics Volume 1, Pick up Classics Volume 2 for Xbox One. These these classic collections of Atari have come out for every... And I'm not really sure why the fuck Volume 1 and Volume 2 are out on the same day. That seems like poor planning. Wait till tomorrow. How about why aren't... There's another day. How about why aren't they all on one disc? You know how small these files oh, that's are? That's true, too. Yeah, they're like kilobytes. It's, it's insulting as heck to me that these are on two separate discs and two separate... There's, like, children bleeding and dying over in other countries, and we're just, like, making them make these discs should, so we can put, like, tiny little bits of data on 20 it. 20 bucks at most, and it should be on one stupid disc. 
but yet it's a $60 game on each disc. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what the hell they cost, but still. Um, Blast Blue Central Fiction PS3, PS4. Destroy All Humans PS4. I'd have to agree with that after last night. That was some weird shit. Earth's Dawn PS4. Honor and Duty. <laughs> Duty. Call of Booty Arcade Edition PS4. Owl Boy PC. What the fuck is Owl Boy? Um, it looks pretty cool actually. It's um, this is a term I've never heard of before. They're calling it high bit. So it looks eight bit but high res. Um, and okay. it's kind of a platformer. You're a boy who's an owl, and you could pick up other things and move them around. So you're a male owl. Gotcha. Um, but it looks cool. Like even if you would never play it, you'd probably agree it looks cool. Huh. Um, Ronin PS4. Um, Ronin, uh, I think are, what are they, like, Tokyo Ronin are masterless samurai, so a true samurai must have, like, a lord that he has, you know, sworn allegiance to. Uh, yeah, like me, And gotcha. will totally fight to the death, and, and if he betrays his honor to his master, he commits seppuku and kills himself, all that, all that nonsense, all that, you know, history, and I'm, I'm struggling for word, chivalry is sort of. Um, a Ronin is not that. He's a trained samurai that, for whatever reason, perhaps his master died in battle or he was dishonored and decided not to kill himself. Um, mm-hmm. He is a samurai that does not have a master, which is a very dangerous thing. Um, that was an unsettling influence in Tokyo and in, in Japan to have a Ronin wandering around because you didn't really know what they would do because they didn't have allegiance to somebody. So it's kind of like. Uh, Boba Fett kind of character, or uh, you know, someone who's got a lot of martial arts skill and no responsibilities. Gotcha. Um, Seraph, mm-hmm. PS4, Steam World Collection, which is like Steam World Heist, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. I don't. Nah, I don't fucking know. PS4, Super Dungeon Bros, which is like Super Mario Bros, but they're in a fucking dungeon. Mac, PC, PS4, Xbox One, everybody but Nintendo because then on Nintendo they get sued. Tumblestone, PS4, Wick, PS4. Moving on to Thursday, November third, Twisted Fusion, Wii U. That's a weird. Well, one. it's like Fusion, but they had to twist it so it fit on Wii U. So now it's Twisted Fusion. Gotcha. Friday, November fourth. Call of Duty: Infinite Warfare. I guarantee you this PC, is a huge part of PS3, huge par- PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One. We done. You guess what? I'm guessing this is a big part of a lot of people's weekend since it comes out on Friday. I'm assuming so. Football Manager 2017, Linux, Mac, and PC. Grand Pick, Pricks, Rock, Three. and Racing. Whatever. Pricks, Rock and Racing. <laughs> I like Pricks better. Yeah, Grand Pricks, Rock and Racing, PS4. Mario Party, Star Rush, 3DS. Wait, wait oh, you, my how, genius. How do you play a Mario Party game on 3DS? That's uh, a I single... would assume everybody has to own it. Oh, that's no. That's so dumb. Okay. Oh! oh! My Genesis VR, PS4. I'm that is a weird exclamation like, point. Yeah, I know, right? And I had this. I should have done like a, like a really like orgasmic oh, version of it or uh-oh. something, and like made pe- made people like out in the hall think like, "Oh my god, he has like a hooker in there or something." What the fuck? I know you're too cheap to pay for a hooker. You yeah. wouldn't even pay to slap a girl's ass. That's very true. Actually, I did text my wife last night and I said, "Oh my god, there's a bunch of like really slutty looking girls here," and she's like, "Uh, excuse me." I was like, 
Hey, so, like, I'm saying, like, can I borrow the baby next year at Halloween and, like, come back to Vegas? Because, like, babies are chick magnets. <laughs> and she got mad, so. Yeah. I don't understand fully why, but. Yeah, you taunt a pregnant woman with those hormones. You're kind of taking your life in your own hands there, buddy. Yeah, so I'm going to have to sleep on your giant sack, maybe. You'd have to explain that statement. No, I'm just going to leave that. Awesome. <laughs> so this week's question, guys, is what video game would you like to be made into a movie or TV series? Do you remember like when there was that rumor that there was going to be a Game of Thrones-style Zelda TV? Yes. That pisses me off now <laughs> that it didn't happen. I know. Although... That would have been so cool. It's hard for me to imagine like a Zelda series that was that bleak and dark. You know what I mean? Like, if it was truly going to be like Game of Thrones. Yeah. They'd have to be killing off, like, you know, Tingle and... Villagers. Oh, Tingle Tim would have to he die, would damn. absolutely die. T- t- no, he Tingle wouldn't. Would... Link would save him. No, it. Tingle would be, like, the first one to get his skin peeled off or something. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Like, faceless Tingle. Oh, my God. So cool. That's my answer. I was going to go with Zelda anyways. Well, of course you were. Uh, that yeah, means I. That means I can't pick. Crap. It means you can. Well, I'm trying to think what I would pick. I can't. Well, I can't pick Zelda. Yeah, you can. Okay, fine. I'll be lame. Zelda. Yeah, well, it's because it's fucking the best option there is. That'd be cool. I'd probably want a TV exactly. series more than a movie, though. I don't know. Uh, yeah, TV series would be good, except for a good TV series, not like that super. Mario Brothers or the animated Zelda one that was there back in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. those were pretty bad. Those were really bad. So this is a short episode, guys. It's all good. But can just, until next week... I know week, we can do. We can play my, my announcement trailer for um, Mass Effect Andromeda like four, four more times. And here we go. This path began a long time ago. A course paved through human history that took us across continents, oceans, and ultimately to the stars. For us, this planet is home. It's protected us, challenged us, and provided us the foundation to become galactic citizens. But the time has come to prepare ourselves for a future beyond the Milky Way. This path began a long time ago. A course paved through human history that took us across continents, oceans, and ultimately to the stars. For us, this planet is home. It's protected us, challenged us, and provided us the foundation to become galactic citizens. But the time has come to prepare ourselves for a future beyond the Milky Way. That fucking sucks. Tim's really fucking you guys over with this because I'm not listening to it. So I'm really sorry, but if you're still listening, you guys can head over to facebook.com forward slash plug and play show, uh, Twitter and Instagram at plug and play cast, youtube.com forward slash plug and play gamer, and as always, find us over at thebuttonsmashers.com or plug and play gamer.com. And until next week, guys, when I'm back at home on episode 118, which is episode 10 in an alternate universe, don't forget to prime and.